The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And so much of um, you know, the root of our suffering is this conviction we have in our mind that whatever the particular story we're telling ourselves about ourselves right now or about our life, that that somehow is true. And it's interesting because we tell ourselves a lot of different stories about who I am, whether I'm good or bad. Even in one day, we tell a lot of different stories. But the interesting thing is if we track that, whatever particular story we have about our life, about myself, in this moment, it seems absolutely true. And we never track like how inconsistent the story is. Like it really, it's all over the place through the course of a day. But it always feels, no, no, this is true of true about me or this is true about my life. So what comes out of that when we reflect in that way, we realize that the particular attitude or story that we have is really always in play. Right? That we can tell another story. It doesn't matter if I'm telling myself a really toxic story about who I am or self-aggrandized story about who I am better than everyone else. To the degree I can notice that, well, that story is oppressive or that story is heavy or tight, well, it's, it's okay because I can tell another story because I'm not pretending as often that the story is me or mine. It's just a story the mind's telling itself right now. And this chant that we do sometimes on page 27, the reflections on sharing blessings, it's just one way of shifting the story. So we might often go through life with a kind of needy, I need, if only I could have, sort of attitude in mind. But we could also just sense our life from a very generous point of view, not from a place of scarcity, but a sense of abundance. And it doesn't mean that we're going to pretend we have more money than we have or more resources, but everybody's life, no matter our particular situation, there is a way to relate from this place of generosity. Like even caring about our own difficult conditions is a generous way to be relating to our life. So there is a way to relate with abundance or that sense of generosity. And that's really what this chant is about. Just like realizing that's always available to be relating from this place of generosity or abundance. Like we can share our good wishes. What could possibly keep us from sharing our good wishes, our kindness, our love, our you know, wishes for people's well-being? So let's do this chant together, and then we'll sit for about 30 minutes. So we're on page 27. Now let us chant the verses of sharing and aspiration. Through the goodness that arises from my practice, may my spiritual teachers and guides of great virtue, my mother, my father, 
and my relatives, the sun and the moon, and all virtuous leaders of the world. May the highest gods and evil forces, celestial beings, guardian spirits of the earth, and the Lord, may those who are friendly indifferent or hostile, may all beings receive the blessings of my life, may they soon attain the threefold bliss and realize the deathless through the goodness that arises from my practice. And through this act of sharing, may all desires and attachments quickly cease, and all harmful states of mind, until I realize Nibbana in every kind of birth. May I have an upright mind, with mindfulness and wisdom, austerity and vigor, may the forces of delusion not take hold, nor weaken my resolve. The Buddha is my excellent refuge, Unsurpassed is the protection of the Dhamma, the solitary, my noble guide. The Sangha is my supreme support through the supreme power of all these. May darkness and delusion be dispelled. So we'll settle into a comfortable posture for the meditation time and put the book aside. And we make a beautiful art or practice of listening to the body, finding a stable and comfortable posture. So we feel like we're able to be right in the middle of our life both alert and relaxed, finding a balance between those two wholesome qualities, being interested, awake, alert, and being relaxed and open and soft, allowing the conditions to be the way they are right now in the body and in the mind. And this is an ongoing dynamic. It's not like we find our way back to the middle and then we're done. It's really an art of staying right in the middle, balanced, soft, and clear at the same time. 
So in this way, we're following the thread of the present moment. And in more poignant terms, we're following the thread of our life. So often, probably the great majority of the time, we're distracted, lost in thought, disconnected one way or another. So now we're practicing being real, you could say, being exposed or intimate, feeling what we feel, and just begin by having a real relationship with the sensations now in the body, undefended, open, or even better, willing to be exposed, willing to be vulnerable, to the sensations that are here now in the body, including any emotional tone, the quality of the heart, the way that it is right now for us, each of us. Not afraid to feel what's here to feel. And then, like I said, we learn how to sustain this intimacy this wise and kind presence with the body and the mind. That it's safe or safe enough to be relaxed, safe enough to soften and allow, to allow everything to move. So allowing the mental habits, to think this, to worry about that, to allow all that to come and go, and to allow the sensations here in the body and the sounds and sights. So part of this being present is learning that it's okay to take the brakes off, that we don't need to control our experience because we have this ability to be open and undefended and to allow things to come and go. Even when sometimes it's quite intense what's being felt or quite unpleasant or confusing even. But maybe that's okay that sometimes it's intense Sometimes it's really unpleasant, sometimes really pleasant, and sometimes really confusing. Maybe that's okay to just let things come and go, to learn how to be right in the middle, in this dynamic middle, awake and relaxed at the same time. And often we need help to do this. So many of us use a training anchor, a meditation object. Often people will work with the sensations of the whole body as a meditation object. Sometimes people work more specifically with the sensations of the breath in the body, feeling each in-breath, feeling the sensations of each out-breath. So whether you use the whole body generally 
or more specifically, the movement of the breath in the body. Really see how helpful it is to feel the whole body as you're breathing in, to be aware of the whole body as you breathe out, and to learn in this way how to sustain this alert and relaxed presence, wisdom awareness, we sometimes call it. How to be open and undefended as you feel the breathing rhythm here in the body and feel all the other sensations that are coming and going. And one moment at a time after the other, one moment at a time, realizing that the mind can both be alert and relaxed together. And if it's helpful to rely more strongly on the anchor, then you can use a phrase to support that connection with the anchor. It could be as simple as repeating the phrase breathing in when you feel the in-breath and the words breathing out when you feel the out-breath. It could be a little bit more involved breathing in, seeing clearly Breathing out, allowing the sensations to be. So these kinds of meditation phrases or words, use them when they're helpful and then drop them when they're not needed. And when you notice you've been distracted, just acknowledging what that's like now that the mind recognizes that it's been distracted. So don't rush back. 
just be aware of the remaining feeling. Oh, it's like this. feels like this, having been distracted. And then notice, right here in the moment, notice the sensations of the sitting body, the breathing body. So we return to the training anchor that helps us cultivate the stability of present moment awareness. We have that simple rhythm of breathing in, breathing out. We're learning not to control the breathing process. But we use the sensations of breathing in as a reminder to be intimate with the body and more generally the totality of the present moment. And then we feel the out-breath and that's again a reminder to be intimate with the conditions here in the moment just as they are. It's in this way that we learn to sustain this present moment awareness.
what allows for the continuity of present moment awareness, this balance of being relaxed and alert at the same time, and what gets in the way, interrupts samadhi, this balance of present moment awareness. So for these last minutes of our set, really get interested in the continuity or the sustained present moment awareness. Notice that sense of stability as you get a little continuity, the feeling of samadhi, of balance, stability, clarity. So that we understand this training that we're undertaking We're developing the mind that can see things as they are. And if you feel like there is some continuity of present moment awareness, it can be a helpful 
challenge to allow the eyes to open. Continue to sit in a relaxed way, a relatively still way. The eyes are simply gazing down toward the floor in front of us. They're not looking around or anything. Sustaining present moment awareness. Use the body, use the breath and the body as a support. Remember that the sustaining of present moment Awareness really relies on a willingness to relax. It's not a control practice. It's a very specific effort to remember, to remember the present moment. Remember that it's like this now. And just exploring for the last two minutes or so. Can there be this present moment awareness and at the same time opening to the totality of the present moment? So all the senses, including the thinking mind and the emotions, everything belongs. completely open, even exposed to the present moment, to the body, to the qualities here in the heart now. Can it be safe to be right in the middle, tender, tenderized by everything that's moving, coming and going? And you might notice how the mind isn't dependent, doesn't need to be dependent on any story, any meaning. It can instead just be open, unfixed.
wondering, would it be possible to live from this place all day long? What would that look like, feel like? To be this open, this sensitive as we live our lives. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.